We're going to talk about cutting toilet paper on Shabbos. So as a way of introduction, there's a lot of different halachic concerns for it. And therefore, of course, one should do it before Shabbos. They should have pre-cut toilet paper before Shabbos. And therefore, everything that we would be talking about would be if it wasn't done, and one's in a circumstance or situation where they don't have cut toilet paper, and what should they do? Okay, so uh, by way of, um, to start off, cutting toilet paper could potentially touch upon different um, violations, different issurim. So one, one issur, one potential consideration would be, does this touch upon korea? Korea means ripping. So in the Mishkan, in the, the Mishkan, they had different types of malachas, different types of works, 39 different types of malachas. And one of them was korea, ripping. One of, what would they do? So if they had, let's say, um, um, in, the, in the, the tapestries that they would put on the Mishkan, maybe there was a hole in it, so they would cut it to, let's say there was a hole in it, they would cut it and then stretch it out and then re-sew it or so. So you see that, that the concept of cutting it exists. So the question is if cutting toilet paper also would be that same violation. So I'm going to quote from two different svarim. Uh, one of the svarim called Orcha Shabbos. And I'm going to quote another sefer called um, uh, Shmiris Shabbos. Shmiris HaShabbos from Rav Gadasi. Okay. So we'll start off with the Sefer of Orcha Shabbos. Orcha Shabbos is written um, by two authors. One of them is named Rabbi Rubin, Mordechai Rubin, Rabbi Shalom Gelber, and a very famous popular Sefer, quoting from different, uh, primarily Ashkenazic uh, authorities uh, and, and, and the like. So they say that there is a prohibition of Korea uh, by, by cutting toilet paper on, on Shabbos, whether you cut it on the area where the perforations, the holes are, or whether you cut it in another, uh, not on the holes, it could have a form of kairia. Their opinion follows the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the way how the Mishnah Brura um, learns out, shot over here, because in the Shulchan Aruch, in chapter 340, Sif Yud Gimel, it says one shouldn't break um, earthenware pots, one shouldn't rip uh, paper, niar, because it's kimitak and kli, because it's like it's fixing it. When you rip it, I guess you're making it fit to a certain size. That's like you're fixing a vessel. So the Mishnah Brewer says, why not also because of koirea? Uh, why not also because that you are ripping? And uh, in the Bir Alacha from that Mishnah Brewer, he, he does hold that basically it should be apl- applied here. Question if it's rabbinical. In this case, first of all, it's going to the garbage and you're not using the second portion or not, or could it be biblical? But in any case, the Bir Alacha assumes that it's maybe not, not a Yisr Minatera, but in theory it could apply if you needed both, both pieces. But just since we're cutting the toilet paper, we're not uh, using the second piece, we're just cutting off what we need. It should be forbidden in some way or form according to, uh, according to the Mishnah Brewer. And that's how, the Bir, that's how Orcha Shabbos also writes that there should be Korea, it shouldn't be allowed. However, according to um, Shmir Shabbos, uh, Shmiras HaShabbos from Rav Gadasi, which is mainly quoting from Psakim, uh, you know, in a more of a summarized form, um, the Chabad view, 
on uh, on Hilcha Shabbos. So they quote and they say that there won't be an iser of koyreya, of ripping, when it comes to toilet paper. And their source comes from the Alter Rebbe Shochanach in chapter 340, Sif Yud Zayin, where the Alter Rebbe says over there that Yisra, he, he brings a big Kiddush and he puts it in his, um, in his parentheses. He says that the law of Koireya, of ripping, does not apply when it's made from one piece. It only applies when it's made from many pieces. So, for example, a garment which is woven from different uh, threads and it's woven together many different pieces that it compro- comprise a garment, that would be the Isser of Kaireya. Just like in the Mishkan, the, the, the tapestries were you know, made out of different uh, threads and the like that were sewn together. But if we're talking about something which is made from one piece, in this case, um, let's say leather, which is one piece, or the Alter Rebbe brings paper, niar. So those things, which is guf echad, one body, there's no ripping. The ripping is not considered an iser from the mishkan. It would not be a violation of the mishkan. Which, by the way, brings a question because maybe the way they made paper then was different than the way it's made today. And this is brought in the Piskei Tshuva. He asks the question, he says, the way they make paper today, not a toilet paper at least, is where we're taking, uh, first it starts, of course, with wood and it's, it's cut into pieces and it's mixed with the magazines and it's uh, put with water on it and liquid and dried and, and soaked and, 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 and then um, it's, it, it, it's after it's like the evaporated, they turn it into like a soft type of paper. So it is possibly, we could say, made from many t- pieces. And based on that, Maybe even according to the Alter Rebbe, he would hold that ripping toilet paper could be a violation of Korea. So that's not mentioned in Rab Gadasi's Sefer, but that's mentioned in Piskei Tshuvas um, and other some Achronim point out. However, it is worthy to mention that the Sefer from Tzoyis HaSholchan, from Reb Chaim Na, he in Simen Kuf Mem in the footnote 4, explains that even nowadays uh, papers, and we'll say toilet paper, even if it is made from composed of different pieces that's basically like steamed and like glued together in a certain way, which then seemingly should be no different than a garment, he says, nonetheless, we have to still say it's like, it wouldn't be korea, ripping, because it's like a new face comes to it. So the way they make the paper, even though it's coming from many components, it's panim chadashes bolokan. It's like a new entity. It's turned into one new entity. And based on that, maybe you could say, as, as, as the Alter Rebbe says, simply that like the paper that he was dealing with, which was either just pieces of wood which were thinned out or pressed or leaves that were pressed or something, um, that also would be no uh, ripping and so too over here. Okay. But in any case, Rav Gadasi uh, writes that there's no violation of Kareya over here. So in his earlier edition, in his first edition, he writes, therefore, if you don't have ability to, um, um, you know, you didn't have the toilet paper cut before, you, you need to be careful is not to cut it um, on a specific measurement. Therefore, um, don't cut it basically on the lines, make it probably a bit bigger and just cut it and that's okay. 
But in the later version, he added a stringency mentioned by many poskim, which is that you should also do it with a shina, that when you're ripping, you should rip it uh, on an unusual way. And that, that's a proper stringency, as we'll see. So we'll go back now. So we said that according to Orcha Shabbos, eh, there's a violation of Korea by ripping toilet paper. What if you don't have any toilet paper? So the Orcha Shabbos goes on to say, um, which you could do is you could rip it in an unusual way, kalach or yad. Let's say you grab the paper and hold it by your elbows and rip it, or maybe the back of your hand in a totally unnormal way of doing it. And that will give you a, um, you know, it'll be ripped. Don't rip it on the lines. Don't rip it on the perforation. That's what the Orcha Shabbos writes. And again, the whole idea of the leniency here is because of kavod habrios, because of the honor of people. What if you're not going to have toilet paper? That's, that's going to be a big problem. Um, and therefore, we can be lenient here. Now, they bring out an interesting source from uh, earlier in Hilcha Shabbos, the Mishabru and Simon Shinyud Beis, Sivkat and Chaf mentions quotes from one of the Rishonim in the, from the Rosh, that's, you're allowed, like in those days, they didn't have toilet paper, they had rocks, and they weren't smooth, right? So you'd be allowed to smooth out the rock um, by making it so now that you can, a person could use it to wipe themselves. So now smoothing it is definitely going to be, something by, by like sanding the rock down will definitely be a problem. But if one did it, they did it in an unusual way, like maybe with their holding it in an unregular way, maybe with their elbow or something, trying to smooth their sm- stone, they could use it, again, because of kavod habrios, to honor of the person. And therefore, similarly over here, you're ripping the toilet paper in an unusual way, and it's not on the lines. So that's what the, the heter is. Of course, obviously, you should do it before Shabbos. And if they have no other choice, this is what is the other option. And the Orcha Shabbos brings another option, which is that if, need, you could, um, even better if possible, if there was a guy, you would tell the guy to rip the toilet paper, but again, you tell him, you instruct him to do it in an unusual way. You say to the guy that you need the toilet paper uh, to be prepared, and that he should rip it on an unusual way, thus telling a guy to do uh, any work for a Jew, a malacha, is rabbinically forbidden. And if you tell them to do it in an unusual way, that's a, uh, that, that, then the guy, if he does it in an unusual way, it's, it's a rabbinical violation. So doing a double um, rabbinic violation, which is a miralagoy, plus kalachayad, doing it in an unusual way, that's a rabbinic honor rabbinic. And here, because of kavod abrios, honoring of people's dignity, so then it would be allowed. So that would be even better, but if need be, push comes to shove, you can rip it on an unusual way. That's Orcha Shabbos. And then we have, um, and then just to, re, to make point clear, um, that if you're ripping it on a specific size that you want it, that could be called chituch. Uh, um, chituch is mechatech, which means you're cutting it to a specific measurement, so you should be careful not to do so. And... Um, Therefore, uh, there's actually to point to point out that later on the Orcha Shabbos quotes um, 
in chapter 11, uh, footnote on Zion 57, that there would be an argument if you if you really need to not cut it on the lines, because according to Reb Shlomo Zalman Arabach, he holds that the lines are just made to make it easier to cut, but it's not that you care that they need to be a specific measurement, but Reb Yashiv was, uh, was concerned that that would be, if you cut it on the lines, even if you're not necessarily need that specific size, that could be, it would be mechatek, and I think one should be stringent uh, if it's not a big deal, which probably is not. Now, um, just to finish off, going back to uh, one more detail from the um, uh, Rav Gadasi Sefer in uh, Shemir Sashabis. So his conclusion there is as well that if we talk about um, ripping, that we could be lenient about. Kairia, we have what to rely upon. Because you could say it's, it's not many entities, it's one. However, there is the problem, like we said, of measure, uh, having it a specific size so that you can cut it not on the lines and, um, and uh, you should do it with a shina, as we said, and then that would also, uh, a, non, a non-normal way of ripping it, and that would, that would be, under the circumstances, what you could do. Um, there is, of course, the other concern, which is, Tikkun mana, which means fixing a vessel, and that is actually brought in the Shulchan Aruch itself in chapter 340, Sif 13. The Mechaber writes that if you rip the paper, it's considered mitakin mana. It's considered, you know, fixing a vessel. So in theory, that is a that is that is something which almost doesn't go away. That's that's something which we always could theoretically be concerned for. It's true, maybe you're throwing it right in the garbage or so, but nonetheless, that's why, as we said, it's always best to not have to rely on any leniencies and covet uh, abrios and those considerations and just do it before Shabbos. But if need be, one can always uh, rely on those methods.